Hey everyone, Matt here, about to introduce you to another legendary warrior of ages past. Over a thousand years ago, we enter the Garden City of Rosehall. Ronald of Rosehall, born to commoners, his mother a baker and his father a cobbler, lived a childhood that was the very definition of uneventful. Rose Hall had never been in peril in his lifetime, and most conflicts that they were involved in took place outside the walls of his wonderful garden city. On his 16th name day, Rose Hall was invaded by goblin forces of the Woodhearth clan, a small goblin clan in the forest of Light's Edge Woods. The two civilizations had been feuding for the last century off and on. Both wanted to control the mouth of the river. The Knights of Rosehall took up arms in an attempt to defend their city against the savage attack of the Woodhearth forces. The gates to Rosehall splintered with an explosion of wood and stone. There, where his gate used to stand, was a mammoth. And on top of this monstrosity was a goblin, the leader of the Woodhearth clan named Dibgeg. Chaos has broken out in the streets as the Knights of the Rose tried to keep order and push back the invaders. It was then that Ronald, the son of a cobbler, stepped onto the street. He was determined to do what he could to drive back the forces that threatened his home. It was, after all, the day he becomes a man. Foolhardy at best, he grabbed a large piece of splintered wood from the gate and hopped onto a nearby horse. He charged the mammoth, screaming with all his might, all his heart. He raced full speed directly into danger. When he met his foe head on, he let out a mighty scream. A burst of magical force ripped through the air. All those in the area were blasted back. As it appears, the center of the blast was in fact Ronald. Dibgeg, the other goblins, Knights of the Rose, even the Mammoth, all pushed back from the force of this mighty blast. Ronald, holding the splintered piece of gate in his hand, turned around and began his charge again, and again, and again. He continued until he had pushed back the entire line of invaders. In his hand, he held the hope of his entire city. Soon, the battle was over, and Rosehall was finally victorious in this centuries-old feud. The Knights of the Rose later accepted him into their order, dubbing him Sir Ronald the Valiant. Ronald took his splintered piece of gate to a craftsman in town and had it carved into a proper lance. He chose a flower motif, obviously, and had it painted solid white, and it was carved with spiraling vines from the grip all the way to the tip. Ten years later, Ronald would meet a traveling king and his envoy from the Kingdom of Glim. Ronald, now the captain of the Knights of the Rose, greeted King Mora with open arms. The two signed an agreement that would cement the alliance of Rosehall and Glim for millennia to come. Ronald was, and still is, the youngest person ever accepted into the Knights of the Rose, and a statue to his memory stands still in the Night Garden in Rosehall. The alliance between Glim and Rosehall has withstood the test of time, the trials of war, 
and the death of Ronald himself. And to this day, King Mora of Glim and the botanist leader of Rosehall celebrate their friendship even as they plan the war to come against Cedric, Gilmandir, and the forces of evil in the south. So, that was the story of Ronald the Valiant, the third legendary warrior to join King Mora as he gathered the most gifted people all throughout Kars in an attempt to cement an alliance that would bring peace to the continent. As we know from our present-day story, the peace is flimsy and it's easily broken. In a flash of light, the peace we have known for ages can be destroyed. Now for a bit of a community spotlight. I know you guys heard me talk about this in the closer to the last episode I posted the other day. UndergroundOracle.com Jess and Keith over at the Underground Oracle on Twitter, on the internet, everywhere. Just look up Underground Oracle. Go to UndergroundOracle.com They have some amazing supplements out there. You know I love me some third-party supplements because it is hard as hell to challenge our team right now because they're basically all gods at this point in time. So for me, it's it's so cool to go to a website and see that not only do they have options for players, but they have options for GMs like me who need a bit of some kind of third-party, extra-hard beast to throw in front of a party of demigods. And what's cool about their website is it's organized. It's organized between players and GMs. Their homepage is everything, and then you can actually just click on player options or GM options and organize it that way so it's whatever you're looking for. They put a ton of work, love, sweat, and tears into every supplement they put out. These are their babies, and it shows. And that's what I look for. Um, oh, also I should probably mention they're balanced. Their subclasses and their monsters are super balanced, and they're done very well, and you can tell. Also, the music on this episode is from opengameart.org, specifically composed by Matthew Pablo, who gave me permission to use it. So thanks, Matthew Pablo, for letting me use your music in this episode. Everybody, we're so happy that we're back to a weekly schedule, even though shit's about to get crazy, both in real life and in the fantasy world. So with that being said, until next time, have a magical night and a magical life.